Welcome to the Steve Travelly Show on demand. Don't forget to follow this show so you never miss a minute. From the streets of Union City to your nighttime radio, Steve Travelis keeps you in the Jersey know. From 7 till 11, live, local, and live. Steve Travelis on New Jersey 101.5. Weekday night, Steve's live, local, and live. Already Thursday night in New Jersey. My, how time flies. Great job by Eric Scott confronting those who are confronting the bullying <laughs> on the town hall. Oh, man, that was that, that was really uh, robust on the way in. Yeah. I like it. Well, I, I mean, look, it, there's there's passions that are high on, on all sides of this debate. I mean, it truly is a crisis in New Jersey. I mean, by some statistics, a child is bullied every seven minutes of every day in new jersey seven minutes every seven wow. minutes of every day i mean that's i mean you, you just look at the number of reported incidents i mean you're talking tens of thousands and look not all of these escalate to physical bullying um i think the the great part of tonight's show is i i think parents can truly be empowered to understand the process you right. know understand that if your child's been bullied and you call the school and you use that word or you know it's something that affects there it, it triggers a series of events that are very rigidly set in law which do no good <laughs> because <laughs> where a child is bullied every seven seconds right. so you know, what good are they but right somewhere there is somewhere there is a breakdown but I think, and you know, with all due respect to, to Dr. Stuart Green, who has been one of the strongest advocates in the nation um, at trying to confront bullying and intimidation and harassment, responsible for you know bringing awareness to it, helping write those laws, you know, helping to you know put processes in place that weren't in place before. Um, there is a an aspect of parental responsibility that we really didn't talk enough about tonight and that is you know the the two parts of that when you talk to a behavioral specialist when you talk to psychologists about it you know it's the relationship with your child to recognize when something's wrong you're a parent i'm a parent if something's not right with your kid your gut tells you now do you let it go because you're busy or do you have a conversation that's a, a key component of it the other is the ability to be able to talk to the school and not do it in at least not initially, in a confrontational kind of way. You know, to the, the, most school administrators and, and teachers will tell me that when they know a parent is on the phone, their guard immediately goes up because they think they're going to get yelled at. That's not the way to approach the situation. No, but the problem is they're also trying to cover their own ass. They're also trying to cover their own job. So their guard is going to go up either way. Of course. And I think, you know, the former prosecutor, Chris Comiccioni, made an excellent point about, you know, when the lawyers get involved, particularly when the lawyer gets involved for the school district or the school board. Their job is to mitigate Protect risk. liability. His, you know, that's right. Mitigate risk. Right. So they, they want the issue to go away. Um, and, you know, it's, it is an incredibly difficult thing to navigate. To Dr. Green's point, too, with the education component 
in the schools is that you want to stop it before it starts. You know, you want to be able to prevent it because once it starts and you roll that boulder downhill and with all of the laws and regulations and rules that we have in place, things are going to happen. Once you make that call, once you make the allegation, this whole set of steps is going to happen. It's going to trigger an investigation. It's going to trigger, you know, and it's, it could potentially trigger, trigger police involvement. There is a component in this memorandum of understanding where that district may very well be in consultation with the county prosecutor to decide if there is criminality involved. Um, so, you know, that those things happen. Ideally, you know, we want to have our children empowered so that they don't do that. And I think part of that is the interpersonal relationships. Well, that, it's all about relationship. You nailed it. It's all about the relationship, the relationship between the parent and the child, the relationship between the student and other students, the student and the teacher. You know, and we don't have that. And it's broken up even more with uh, parents who are working. It's broken up even more with the different ways that kids communicate, which right. is uh, not as much in person as right. needs to be. Yeah. And the the other thing is, like, you know, we were talking off the break, you know, well, back in our day, what would have happened? Mm -hmm. Isn't there some way, because this way doesn't work, isn't there some way to bring back, back in the day, uh, and unite back in the day with today and come to some sort of a conclusion that if a kid is being bullied in a hallway and you see four girls drag a girl beating her down, that the kids can get involved? And that the punishment, the student, the punishment for these students who do it is broadcast. That we need to make known this is what's going to happen. Well, there's privacy and, rules because they're minors. So, you know, that's, those are great questions. And those are parts of the this frustration. this is what's protecting the bullies. Well, in, in some cases, you're right. In some, ca in some cases, you're right. Yeah, but, the, but that is, uh, you know, here, here's the thing. As with most things in New Jersey, when you enact a policy, right, it is well-intentioned. Right. Right. Because of kids were getting injured. Kids were getting, you know, severely injured. Kids were dying. Kids were taking their own lives as a result of these things. And it's still, still happening. are, by the way. It's still happening. So all of these laws and these rules and these regulations, somebody got together and said, well, there ought to be a law. And they passed a whole bunch of them and set but up. they're not doing any good. Well, but that's, you know, well-intended and unintended consequences, you know, and it's in the road when, to hell. Eric is paved with good intentions. You're trying in some cases. You're what has happened now is we have legislated out any latitude that teachers and administrators may have had to try to deal with this in a different way, right? It, it's because you, you now everything doesn't matter what it is. Everything follows the exact same procedure. So you can no longer have a teacher go, hey, Johnny, come here. Hey, Billy, come here. Sit down. What's going on? That can't happen anymore because now these law. Now, I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm just saying that, you know, in in my day, in your day, that's what would have happened. Or our right. fathers would have gotten together or whatever. But, you know, you would have gotten a talking to or the two of you would have, you know, sat down and you would have worked it out. Or work it out. Like but, we were talking about, you know, back in the day, you'd, you'd fight and then you'd make up and you're friends. And you're, a lot of times you're friends for life. You know, but it's just the those experiences, those life experiences being taken away. And now like the, the process word keeps getting used. That process could go on for months, whereas uh, 
a simple solution could have the two people, the bully and the bullied, become friends within a couple of days. Yeah. But that can never happen anymore. Well, I, you know, maybe, maybe not. My, my point is, and I, and I think what we did for this show tonight, anybody who missed it, you can get a replay on the New Jersey 101.5 Facebook page. But I think, you know, the, that you if we did nothing tonight, it was, this is what the process is. Understand, whether you agree or disagree with the law, with the rules, the whatever, this is what happens. And these are the avenues that are available to you. The, you know, if you believe that your child is being uh, bullied, here are some signs and, and things to look for. Here's one of the conversations to have. Know when you call the school, this is what happens. And, you know, and, and that's, that is the process. So, it's the system that we have right now. It is the process that we have right now. You don't like it? Lobby to fix it. But that is the one that we have at the moment. Is there any good that can come out of this process? I've yet to hear the story of someone who went through the process of anti-bullying in New Jersey and came out the other end better off. Uh, based on educators that I've talked to in advance of this show, yes, there are those cases. And in fact, there's more of those cases than there are negative outcomes. But the positive cases don't get talked about. The negative outcomes make Maybe we headlines. need to do that. Uh, it, it, again, that would be great, but there are privacy concerns. You're not going to get that information, right? So you get the incidents that are being reported, but you don't necessarily get the outcome. And part of it is because, you know, we're shrouded in, in, these, in, in secrecy. And it's frustrating to parents, too, because a lot of parents will be like, all right, there was this investigation. What did the investigation show? Well, we can't really tell you. And therein lies the rub. Yep. And you did a great job, and thanks again, my friend. All right. Thank you, Steve. All right. 1-800-283-101.5. Let's continue the conversation. How do you feel about the anti-bullying laws in New Jersey? Uh, do you feel like they're working? Do you feel better off? Here's New Jersey. Oh, before I tell you about New Jersey 101.5 Fast Traffic, I've got to tell you about, if you're in the market of flipping homes, Robert Dukansky of REMAX First Advantage will help you get your home sold fast and for the most money possible. Warren and Bonnie acquired a home in Plainfield is part of an estate. They decided to sell it. They listed with Rob and his team who employed their world-class marketing getting 43 showings, multiple offers in only 10 days on the market. The home sold for $350,000, which was $15,000 over the list price. Robert Dukansky has superior marketing to sell your home for the highest price possible. Rob's multi-million dollar marketing strategy and experience negotiating attracts the best offer from the most qualified buyers. Call the only agent I would call if I needed to sell my home. Call Robert Dukansky at 855 855- Three five zero one zero one five. That's eight five five three five zero one zero one five. Or online at robsellsnj.com. That's robsellsnj.com. Or Google robsellsnj. And then you start packing. Here's fast traffic. Jersey 101.5 is ready to bring on spring. You can win a free spring staycation at Ocean Casino Resort in Atlantic City. Listen at 9 a.m., 2 p.m., and 5 p.m. for our secret code word. Enter it on our app to win your free spring staycation in A.C. Three winners every weekday. Thanks to our sponsor, Ocean Casino Resort in Atlantic City. Bring on spring. Win your free staycation from New Jersey 101.5. Steve Trevelace. All right. Number to get through is 1-800-283-101.5. You heard the town hall on bullying. What can be done? How do we confront bullying in New Jersey? Is it a parent's problem? Is it the student's problem? Is it the school's problem? Everybody's got their own uh, position on it. Uh... I don't know what's what good is coming of all these anti-bullying laws when you see what is going on in the schools as far as bullying goes. Is it the parents' fault? Partially. You know, uh, how are you raising your children? 
Are you raising your children to uh, to bully? Are you, you know, are you raising children that can deal with being bullied? It's all about relationships. It's the, the closeness of the relationship between the parent and the child to be able to communicate, to find out what's going on. There's that. There's the school. You know, the school, they just want to, they want to get through the day. They don't want to get their ass in a sling. They want to be, you know, they, they, they don't want to be confronted. We have all these anti-bullying laws where we used to be able to solve problems. Like Eric was saying, all right, what's going on? The two of you, talk. Now it's, we got to go through all this paperwork. And by the time we go through all the paperwork, uh, you know, the, what could have been a friendship will never happen now. We have stories of, of people who have committed suicide because they were bullied. The Adriana Cush story uh, is not going to go away for a long time. And the way that idiot handled the Adriana Cush story, that superintendent who was making $193,000 a year, and they wouldn't let him resign without giving another hundred fifty grand out the door, is telling people about uh, her mother and trashing the family and trashing her on the way out. Disgusting. But that's not what here we're talking about. What would you do to handle the bullying situation? Have you ever been bullied? And uh, what do you think should be done? How should we handle this in New Jersey? 1-800-283-101.5. Let's go to uh, Philadelphia to see how they handle the bullying situation. What's up, Anthony? What's up? How you doing, Sam? I'm doing good. How about you? I never had a bad day in my life. Yeah, I heard. The first thing the, the first thing we need to do is to quantify exactly what bullying is um, in the schools. So okay. my niece, she's 16. Right. She goes to a school up in um, suburban Philly. And there's a group of three or four girls who every day would, you know, would pick with her. You know, they're definitely trying to bully her. Now, my niece wasn't afraid of what they would do to her. She was afraid of if it got to it, what she would do to the ringleader. And um, so her mom met with, with the principal, and where they dropped the ball was they took my niece out of school to do homeschooling. Right. That's not eliminating the problem. No. If you're going to remove kids from school, don't ruin somebody who wants to enjoy their, their social life in school because – if they're not bullying my niece, they're going to bully somebody else before they're out of school. The best so, way to deal with it. How, how would you deal with it, though? So, it, it's, so it's different. Girls bully in packs. Usually guys, it's, it's one guy messing with you or what have you. Um, it, it's all based around insecurities, of, of, of especially the, the girls. You know, you have one insecure girl. She gets other insecure girls to follow with her, and then they become bullies. That's all insecurity. Well, again, that's, that's where the relationship between parent and child is to be strong, between child and friend has to be strong, to give them a support base, to know that you're, to, you know, that nobody can bully you, that you're better than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, see, what happens is, what I think, um, both my kids knew how to maneuver, I taught them how to maneuver uh, and socially, so that way there's no opportunity to be bullied, because you're, you're, you're entrenched with everyone in the school, you're, you're well-liked. There's right. no reason. So I think we fall short of knowing how to educate our kids to maneuver in school, socially, how to, how to you know, yeah. become accepted. It's definitely on the parents. But here's another thing. If I had a son, I have two sons, but if one of them were being bullied, 
only at his request would I go talk to the parents. Um, well, yeah, I mean, because you don't want to put them in this spot. But the other thing, too, is, go ahead. Yeah. Are you going to say? I, I, I want him to handle it. And, um, you know, if, if, if he has to come to me and say, Dad, you need to talk to their parents, then I see he can't handle it. Um, right. But again, they've yeah. got I mean, one thing I like to do. I think we should have self-defense in the classrooms. I'm cameras in the classrooms, self-defense and phys ed. Because now if your biggest fear is you're going to get hit or I'm going to beat you up. OK, let's put the kid in a, in a situation, in a controlled situation in self-defense where they're sparring. And you realize it's not as bad as you may think it is. Or secondly, how do you, how do if you, you have to good, hey, let me finish. Let me let me finish. I let you talk. Now I get to talk, and you got to listen. You don't mind, do you? Uh, I had to listen to the story about your niece. Now, come on, right? So now, if if you put cameras in the classroom, then that would calm things down because the guilty would be on film with with sound. By the way. That's two ways, I, two things I would do. The other thing, too, is I would remove, you know what? If you see someone getting bullied and you want to step in and stick up for it, we have no problem. You know, I mean, people need to be helping people. huh? There's cameras in every classroom. No, there's not. There are phones in every classroom. Yeah, but I'm not talking, I'm not talking, I'm not talking about, ca no, no, no. I'm talking about cameras. Put in by the school yeah. in the ceiling, not because then you because then you get the the cowards that rather than help out will film the person getting beaten up. Yeah. What do you quantify as bullying? Like, um, of course, physical intimidation, um, online. Well, that's a good question. You know, that's a good question. What do you quantify as bullying? Anything that makes you feel intimidated or uncomfortable in that way. Um. I don't know because that's subjective. You know, some people are sensitive over. Uh, I call the shows, and you you, you kind of bullied me sometimes. I feel. Oh, know. get out of here! Yeah, I bullied you. <laughs> yeah, that's what so, it is, right? right. I know. I don't know. You got you got to have some, some concise, really definitions of what is bullying, and then what is what your kids being an asshole. You can't say that on the radio. I get this thing, you know. Jeez. You see, I got, I got. It goes along, right? All right, one eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. It's a hole. All right, here's what I want to know: uh, How do you feel about the anti-bullying laws in New Jersey? Have you been the? Have you been involved in the anti-bullying laws in New Jersey? And how did it turn out for you? Do you really think they're helping? What would you do? Who are you blaming it on? Is it more the parents? Is it more the schools? What can be done? 1-800-283-101.5. I've thrown out some ideas. We've talked about this before. You know, uh, ever since uh, the last couple of weeks when uh, Adriana Cush took her life and she's becoming uh, more and more the poster child for anti-bullying and, uh, you know, and hopefully an agent of change if something like this could happen in New Jersey. Is that even possible? 1-800-283-101.5. I'm Steve Trevelis. It's 830. And they're also brought to you by David Bradley Chocolate Factory. Meet Hatch, David Bradley's newest cocoa bomb. Filled with cocoa and mini marshmallows. Just add hot milk and watch the magic online at dbchocolate.com or visit David Bradley in Robbinsville, your Easter candy headquarters. 1-800-283-101.5. You heard the town hall on bullying, confronting the bullying crisis in New Jersey. Okay. Have you ever had to confront the bullying crisis in New Jersey? How did it work out for you? Do you feel the laws are actually out to solve a problem, or are they out to cover their uh, respective tushy? 
1-800-283-101.5. And what have you uh, dealt with as far as bullying? Have you ever been in that situation uh, on either side? Meg is in Doylestown. Hi, Meg. Hey, Steve. How you doing? Good. How about you? Good, thanks. I think one of the biggest problems we have is that minor clause and no name can be given because they're minors. People are people. Addressing as people, like you know, they're going to be people, and their names are going to be out there should something happen. You know, it would be nice, but even if you don't do that, even if you just publicize, look, without giving the names, these are the punishments that we doled out this this month for bullying, and exactly. and put them out there. You don't even give the name. Exactly. And, exactly. and let the kids know and the parents know exactly what happened. Or, you know, like, if you're going to get lawyers involved, if the lawyer is going to be the enforcer, if the lawyer is going to be the punch back, then you know what? I'm going to sue you. And we're all going to go to court. And now when mom and dad have to, you know, have to go to court over little Johnny being a bully, let's see what they do about it then. Yeah. Hey, bite him in the pocketbook. I, I think, too, that when they... If they give the names, people are going to be more attentive because their names are going to be out there. You think yeah. something bad said about them? You know, it's funny. Back in, uh, I think in the 70s or 80s, uh, WNYC in New York used to put the names of uh, all the Johns who solicited hookers. And at five o'clock every day, the, they would they would go to read the police report of uh, you know of, of who solicited prostitution that day. And that that pretty much calmed things down quite a bit. Thanks for the call to New Jersey one hundred one point five. Bonnie's in Bordentown. Hi, Bonnie. Hi. Uh, good topic, and it needs to be discussed. But I would like to suggest that a hotline be established where other students were not bullies and are concerned but our feeling of being intimidated they report it. I think they got that. Have an anonymous hotline, and then it could be followed up. Uh, the, the student that, who is accused of being a bully could be watched and uh, just follow through on it. But it would give students, the good students, and there are, and I'm sure it breaks their heart to see fellow students bullied like that. Uh, you know what? Place to go. I don't. I don't know that. I don't know that there is a bullying hotline. I looked it up now, and I'm not seeing it. But you know what? That's not a bad idea. That's not a bad idea. A hotline that an anonymous hotline. I really like this. That kids could call or anybody could call if they feel that someone is being bullied. Bonnie, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Not bad. I like that. An anonymous hotline. One eight hundred bully. Uh, Lori is in Marlton on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Lori. Hello. How are you? I am, well, this is a very good topic. Thank you. Um, my daughter was bullied in her middle school from 6th grade to 8th grade. Right. And they did nothing about it despite repeated reports and stuff. So I basically went in and told the principal one more time, and I will come in here with a restraining order and a news crew. A restraining order, and a, now, I don't think they let you do that, because I don't think the news crew would be able to do it. Well, the news crew was going to come, and I already had one online that was going to come in and tell them the story of why I had to do a restraining order. Yeah, they couldn't put the kids on, though. It would have to be you. Oh, no, it would have been me, but it would have been, okay. been me to 
getting the restraining order served. Okay. All right. And what happened? And it, the bullying stopped pretty much. And then when she went into high school, I told him if he's in any of her classes, there'll be problems. Oh, is he's it he? not to be inconvenienced. He will be inconvenienced. Yeah. So they had to rearrange his schedule. Okay, and uh, and it worked. All right, good stuff. 1-800-283-101.5. You know, we have all these layers and layers of anti-bullying laws in New Jersey. We have this process. Uh, it used to be it would be settled outside. You know, it used to be uh, one-on-one confrontation. But we don't. We're not a confrontational society anymore. We're a we're a hide on the hide on the social media society. You know, we don't confront. We uh, we email and we Facebook and we Twitter and we Instagram. Uh, so now, when it comes to kids, uh, you know, they're not used to dealing with that. They don't know how to deal with that. So, what do we do about this? One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. Would cameras in the classroom help? And not cameras that the kids are pulling out of their pockets to record everything to put on their Instagram, but actual cameras that would be in the classroom and the kids would know it. And this way, if anything that goes on or anything that is said, it's picked up by the cameras. And then they get in trouble for what is said. You know, and the idea of following through. You know, when crimes are committed in the school, like at a central regional when the superintendent was no longer there, at $193,000, by the way, uh, when he uh, tells um, uh, News 12 that uh, they don't do, that they don't, susp- um, they don't report, they just suspend. And it's up to the parents if they want to report. And I forget what word he used about, you know, why, uh, why hassle the boat, had the kid or whatever, or hang up the kid. I forget what the, the phrase was. But, you know, maybe we need to report it. Maybe we need the thought that if you do this, you're going to get reported. It's going to be, it's not going to work out well for you. 1-800-283-101.5. How much your responsibility do the parents have in this? You know, uh, how are you raising your children? Are you raising your children to be bullies? And what are the consequences for the bully? 1-800-283-101.5. And the kids should be allowed to help each other out. You know, social life, sociability should be taught in schools. That we look out for each other. Take care of each other. It's not going to happen, right? And uh, how how much of the legal system is there... Not so much to stick up for, but to make sure that liability is covered for the school. So if you're the parent or you're dealing with the school's lawyers, they're not in your best interest. They're not in the school's best interest. 1-800-283-101.5. Give me your thoughts on all this. By the way, Michael Perre is, uh, I think, coming up at 9 o'clock. I'll let you know. Attention, New Jersey. East Coast Roofing, Siding, and Windows is excited to announce the 2023 New Jersey Economic Relief Rebate Program. For a limited time, when you hire East Coast, you will get last year's pricing. No money or interest due for 12 months and a rebate check when your project is completed. That's up to 19% in rebates. That's right. You get paid to complete your project. This program is only available through East Coast Roofing, Siding, and Windows. As New Jersey's most trusted home improvement contractor since 1979, they have been proudly serving New Jersey's local communities, and this is one more way they will give back. So do what I did when I needed windows. Go to eastcoastroofing.com to schedule your free consultation. Don't wait to take advantage of this 2023 New Jersey Economic Relief Rebate Program. Schedule that free consultation today at eastcoastroofing.com. 
Rose going, it's a trip off. Joker, joker. New Jersey weather brought to you by the Council on Compulsive Gambling of New Jersey. March is Problem Gambling Awareness Month. If you or someone you know is a gambling problem, make the call to 1-800-GAMBLER or go to 800gambler.org. Resources available 24-7, 365 days. Steve Trevelis, we did the town hall on bullying. You can see it at nj1015.com. What can we do about it? How do we confront the bullying crisis in New Jersey? Uh, Caitlin is in Pennsylvania on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Caitlin. Hi, how are you? Good, how about you? I'm okay. Um, I, I think this is a great topic. I was listening to the other caller who was talking about the hotline. That would be great to have. Right. My child's middle school has an anonymous tip line, and it works sometimes. And sometimes it doesn't. Um, my, my my son believes that they know who's giving the tips. Yeah, you got to do that voice filter, you know, like the government does, where everybody sounds like this when they call. You know, something like that could work. Yeah, and it, but the funny thing is, he had made a good point. Like, what if the bully is a teacher, right? So I find that with the bullying. It can be kids. It can be the teachers. And I think with the pandemic, especially, the teachers have gotten so abused through that whole period of time because parents didn't know what to do and they were freaking out. And they took out a lot of their anxiety and stress about it on the teachers. And I almost feel like a lot of the teachers are still recovering from all of that. And I don't think they're as gentle or easy with some of the kids as they used to be because of the abuse they take. It's like that, what is that quote? Like hurt people, hurt people. Right. Oh, my son. They're like, just kind of passing the buck. Work through the hurt. Yes. Letting it roll downhill. Well, yeah. But you know what? Part of that though is the teachers don't have the power anymore to stop things because so much has been taken away from them. It's, it, it oh, cannot be easy yeah. to be a teacher today. And, and not only, there's another reason not to be a teacher because now you can't even control situations that go on in your classroom that could have been so easily stopped. But you yeah. know, it, it's, it's about, if anything, it's about education. It's about, re- I go back to relationships. If, uh, you know, if you have a good relationship with your son or daughter, they're not going to do it. They're not going to bully. And if, they, and if you build them up with enough self-confidence, they're not going to be bullied because they're going to know they're better than that. Or you build a good support system where they have the support of their friends. And the other thing that we don't do today is, you know, we don't look out for each other the way we used to. And that's a problem yeah. for the next generation. Yeah. They're not spending enough time outdoors being kids anymore. They're, they're letting tech raise them, and they're getting exposed to too much stuff at too early of an age, and they don't know how to make sense of it all. And it's causing them to act out and be crueler to each other, for sure. Yeah, because they're cartoons. They don't even see that. You know, they, in their mind, they're not being cruel to another human being. They're being cruel to the, to, to, the, to the name on the Internet, to the picture, to the voice, but not to a human. Phil is in East Brunswick on New Jersey. Jersey 101.5. Hi, Phil. Phil, you there? Hey, Phil. Yes. How's it going? Good. How about you? All right. Like, you have children, and I have grandchildren, and, and, uh, you know, the bullying scenario, it's not like it used to be, right? You took it out. You got to explain between parents and that, but now it's a little bit more. But I was just thinking that it might be good if, there was like some circular people that know it and go to different schools and talk about it. You I know, think they do that. Get out there. I'm not sure that they do it enough. 
like, well, they got to do it in a way that people are going to understand it. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? You got to have, I don't know, maybe athletes or, you know, somebody that they respect that could do it. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I mean, edu again, education. And education, not so much for this is bullying, this is bad, but education, maybe people who were bullied, maybe famous people. Dave Schultz was the most penalized player in the National Hockey League. He was bullied as a child. And, you know, maybe somebody like that who could say, you know what, I was bullied. I overcame it. You know, and the idea that to, to explain to those being bullied, you can overcome this, to explain to those bullying uh, you know, don't do this. This is bad. This is not something, you know, this is not something you should be doing. John Paul's in Tom's River on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, John Paul. Hi, Steve. Thanks a lot for taking my call. Sure. What are you thinking? I'm thinking somebody needs to develop the app, Steve. The big kids join, the little kids, the bullies join. Somebody's making money. You know, maybe the kids get incentivized to help bullied out. I like that. I like that. You get the bullying app and the kid's getting bullied. He hits the app and up shows the captain of the football team. Got a problem? Go. I like that. John Paul, I like the way you think. <laughs> Call to New Jersey 101.5 1-800-BULLY. Do you know anyone who's being held back from what they want or need to do or had to stop doing things altogether because of pain? Have you heard someone say, don't do that anymore. I can't because of my hip, knee, foot, back, etc. If pain is holding you back, you can do something about it. You need to go to Trinity Rehab. Does this sound familiar to you? I went to the doctor. They gave me muscle relaxers, pain pills, told me to follow up in a week. Well, Trinity Rehab is unlike any place you've ever tried. No prescription needed. Same day appointments, fast results. Trinity Rehab actually fixes the pain instead of masking it. Call Trinity Rehab at 800-518-0977 or go to trinity-rehab.com. Be sure to ask about their EPAT therapy. It's cutting-edge acoustic pressure wave therapy that breaks up scar tissue, enhances healing, frees you from pain fast. In fact, most patients see results in three, five-minute sessions, and no prescription is needed to get started. Trinity Rehab has dozens of locations in New Jersey and Pennsylvania, like their newest ones in Woodbridge, Flemington, Toms River, and Wall. So you know there's one near you. For more details, visit trinity-rehab.com. That's trinity-rehab.com. Have something to say on New Jersey 101.5? Speak your mind now at 800-283-1015. All right. All right. All right. All right. Hey, I got a guy who worked with John Lennon and Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr. He was Ringo's music director, and he still is, Mark Rivera. And I uh, had him on last week, and I put the interview at nj1015.com. He plays saxophone for Billy Joel. Uh, great guy. Great interview. Go check it out at nj1015.com. He's going to be at the Fest for the Beatle fans, which is next weekend, March 31st, April 1st, and April 2nd, at the uh, Hyatt Regency, Jersey City. Uh, fantastic. Fantastic. I went last year. I go every year. It is the best. Uh, also, uh, Rick Wakeman is coming around. He's going to be at the Hard Rock Casino. He's going to be at the Wellmont. He's going to be at the Vogel. And he's on NJ1015.com and other great conversations and great Jersey stories. The older they get, the more they want to talk, the more they're willing to talk, the more they realize they won't get arrested. I mean, I'm serious, but check it out. Uh, we were talking about the bullying and the town hall at 7 to 8 about the anti-bullying and confronting the bully. What do we do about bullying in New Jersey? If you had your druthers, 
If I said to you, you, here's your druthers, what would you do? Darren is in Columbus on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Darren. Hello. How are you, my man? I'm good. And you? Yeah. <laughs> good. Listen, I got. I think I got a solution to this, maybe. Okay. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen the uh, show that was on TV where they would take these bully kids. Right. Like they were like 15, 16 from high school, whatever. They would take them to a prison. Oh, scared straight? And they would come in. You know what I mean? And they put them in handcuffs and stuff. And, you know, try to change their life and everything. That was called scared straight. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, that's right. And other than having these inmates picking up garbage on the side of the road, put them, make them a teacher. Make them like the big boys. You really want to bring prisoners into the schools and have them teach? No, I don't know. I'm, but I'm, I'm just make, trying to make a, just, a, just a point. That's all. You know what I mean? No, I get what you're saying. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know, just see how, how, these, how these guys would feel, you know what I mean? You know, uh, how, how, how it would feel them being bullied. And seeing a guy that, that that used to be bullied and where he went to, I I know? got, but I don't know like if every prisoner started off as a victim of bullying. But I get what you're saying, Darren. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. You know, I go back to two things with this whole thing: relationships and education. You know, relationships being the relationship between the parent and the child, the relationship between the child and other children, students and other students, the support system that is built through those relationships to where if somebody is getting bullied, they're going to realize they're stronger than that. They're not going to feel insecure. They know that they've got a support system in place that uh, I was fortunate when I grew up, I had like 50 kids who were all within five years of me. So if you met with me you messed with half the freaking city and i for them as well because that's just the way we were um that was the thing with the football team i remember um when all this stuff went down with wall high school and uh you know uh, you know what the players should have handled that that should have been something that the players should have taken it upon themselves circle the wagon and say you know what we will find out who's doing this and then you take those kids and you leave them on the doorstep of the police but we don't do that today Everybody's out for themselves. You know, that you go to the school, you complain to the school, and what do they do? Well, they, they get their lawyers who protect their interest. Everybody's protecting their interest. Who's protecting the interest of the kid who's being bullied? So, uh, you know, you've got the, you know, uh, relationships, education. Explain to these kids or teach them. Somebody that they trust. If the relationship is with the parent and you got, you know, kids, kids want to trust people. They want to trust their parents. They want to trust Big Brother. They want to trust their friends. So you get people that they trust explained to them. And maybe, you know, you, you don't think you'd have to explain it. But how many times have you said, I never thought I'd have to explain this, but. And maybe you do. Hey, listen, don't, you know, this is going to hurt somebody. Don't do this. You know, uh, if you're going to bully somebody, you know, don't do This is bad. This is not right. You know, sometimes you just have to, um, you know, you, you can, the old school way, you can threaten her, and I'll break your neck. No, you're not. But you can reason and make people understand. Does that, you know, the idea, what are we afraid of? Oh, my God, what, you know, what if, what if I get beat up? Okay, I'll tell you what. Let's have gym class. Let's have, uh, let's have self-defense in gym class so that you can learn how to protect yourself, but you can also learn what it's like to be in that situation. And really, if you've been in that situation, it's not going to scare you the way it would if you haven't been in that situation. And maybe you build up self-confidence that way. Cameras in the classroom. 
You know, what if we have cameras throughout the school, throughout the classroom, so that everything is documented? And not by cell phones, but by actual cameras. And anything we find on those cameras, the police will then prosecute. You know, the relationship between the police and the students, the relationship between the police and the schools, that when this happens, the police are notified. If the kids know that if you do this, we're not going to keep it under the hat. You know, like uh, Central Regional with that, uh, you know, we, we suspend, we don't tell the police. And we're going to tell the police, especially when a crime is committed. All about relationships. Maybe the police come in and talk to the kids and say, listen, this is, this is what we do. This is what happens when you bully somebody. And make it known. And at least it's food for thought. And then if it's recognized and you see it happening, you've got a better situation. You've got a better way to handle the situation. Here's a guy who used to bully kids all the time when he was in school. Ryan Bissell. It was amazing. Oh, man. I, they I don't called know. him Ryan the Bully. <laughs> they go, oh, no, Ryan's coming. They would I, duck under chairs. I wouldn't say that. I definitely. I mean, I, I, was, I was actually on the receiving end of some bullying. Um, How'd you handle it? Uh, I did. I did not handle it well. I probably contributed to, to a lot more of my own future bullying after that. Um, yeah, because once they see, once they smell blood in the water, once they see that you're vulnerable, they keep coming. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, and I, I just kept. I, I would give them fodder. I, I like. I'd go. I'd go, like under pressure. I just start like word vomiting, and I would just give them like <laughs> more bullets right there on the spot. You know. So what'd you do? How'd you get over? Um, uh, a lot of it. I mean, you just like I kind of built a tougher skin and stopped giving them what they wanted and a lot of times it uh it slowly went away but you know i wonder if anything with ai you know that nowadays could could you know what yeah we got to get artificial intelligence to do to take care of the bullies who's this you're on new jersey 101.5 hello oh they hung up yeah See, they're not used to me answering the phones. You see, I saw they're the number coming you out. I, picked, I, I did. I picked the number up earlier. That's you why did? I wasn't rushing oh, over. I dropped off before okay. I didn't say anything. Yeah, how about that? An, an AI, a chat GPT to deal with the bullying. Because yeah. then what happens is like if you're getting cyber bullied, the chat GPT does the answering. Yeah. I always, I always thought about that. I wanted to teach like a comedy class yeah. in schools as a form of battling the bully. Because, you know what, forget about, forget about, you know, beating you up or forget about cyber. One sarcastic line can put an end to so much. Yeah, like a, like a rap battle in a way. Not even a, a roast battle. A roast battle, a roast yeah. Battle. I mean, you know what, uh, a lot of comics started off as fighters. And they realized that, you know, you don't go in jail. <laughs> you could hurt somebody a lot more, you know, with a good sarcastic line than if you punched them in the face. You can humiliate someone in public, you know, like handling a heckler. Yeah. You know, you got to, especially with kids, because they're not that, they don't think that quickly. And, oh, yeah. So, like, if I, if I said, all right, here, here, here you go, keep these lines in your pocket. And if anybody <laughs> says anything to you, use, use any one of them. They're kind of general purpose lines. Yeah. And as soon as the kid hears that, he's got no response. Now everybody's laughing at the bully. 
<laughs> and uh, little little Johnny, little Johnny's going. Thank you very much. Yeah, they, just remember Johnny. <laughs> Try the veal. <laughs> yeah, just remember Johnny. Physical sp- scars are temporary. Emotional ones last forever. I like that. that's a good way to put it. Absolutely. One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. Have you been thinking about adding a pet to your family? My friends at Pet Center in Old Bridge know exactly how to match you with the perfect pet. They have a large selection of quality puppies from USDA licensed and inspected breeders. When you bring home a Pet Center puppy, you get the most comprehensive guarantees in the market. Up-to-date vaccines, five generations of pedigree, a complete homecoming kit. They have a large selection of small animals, reptiles, birds, and tropical fish. Visit them in the shops at Old Bridge on Route 9 or at PetCenterNJ.com today. Here's fast traffic. Weather is brought to you by Maloof Auto Group. Maloof has a huge inventory of new vehicles in stock and ready for immediate delivery. Stop getting put on a waiting list. Put yourself in the driver's seat with six brands to choose from. Excellent customer service. Shop Route 1 in North Brunswick or online at Maloof.com. Steve Trevelisse, 1-800-283-101.5. We uh, talked about uh, ChatGPT earlier. The idea, like if only there was a chat GPT that could cover for bullying, right? Uh, pretty soon there's going to be a chat GPT for everything. People are using it in their jobs, and uh, not everybody is telling their boss about the idea as well. Uh, now, I use uh, an AI for my job. When I write my post, when I do my interviews, there's this, um, this thing called Otter AI, and you give them like $100 a year or whatever, and what they will do is they will transcribe audio. So rather than me sitting there typing it out, uh, I just hit this thing, and it takes it and puts the audio into words, and then what I do, I got Grammarly, and Grammarly will make all the corrections, and it's not easy. It's not that simple because people don't speak in complete sentences. you got to take out the nose and the rights and the and all that stuff. But still, it makes my job easier. Um, do I tell my boss? Well, in this situation, uh, it's not really going to matter. Uh, but there are people who are using the chat GPT or forms of AI at work, and they don't tell their boss. And I was wondering if, in fact, you use a chat GPT or an AI at work, and do you tell your boss? And either way, how is it working out for you? Because there, there are a couple of things. Like, if, if we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, where Alan Alda was, uh, is fascinated with chat GPT. He's a big fan. Mike Farrell, who played BJ Honeycutt on MASH, Alan, of course, played Hawkeye, uh, not so much. And Alan Alda commissioned chat GPT to, you know, he ordered, instructed it to write a script for a MASH episode 40 years after the last episode aired. And he got Mike Farrell, the two of them are now in their 80s, to sit down and do this script read that was written by the Chad GPT. And it wasn't as funny. It wasn't as good. Uh, thank God. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, Alan Swibel, the comedy writer, the great Alan Swibel from uh, Saturday Night Live and uh, Gilda Ratner and it's Gabby Shandling's show and Billy Crystal, said, you know, he was really relieved that the Chad GPT couldn't do it because... As much as Alda ordered it to make the episode funny, the problem was the chat GPT doesn't have the mind and the heart of a Larry Gelbart who did this. 
and wrote the episode. So one 1015 I want to know, are you, you talk about the bullying as well. You know, what would you do to stop bullying in New Jersey? Have you ever been dealt with a bully situation? But also, do you use chat GPT or any form of artificial intelligence at work? How is it working out for you? Do you tell your boss? Uh, Hope is in Mount Holly in New Jersey 101.5. I hope. Hi, hi, how are you? I'm good, how you doing? Uh, it's been rough. <laughs> What's the matter, Hope? Well, you know, it's just our kids are really suffering, and, um, you know, there's there's a school district that is something very tragic happened February 6th, and um, it led to, unfortunately, due to the bullying, this, my daughter's... Uh, classmate had been being bullied for over a year right and um and unfortunately um she passed away um on february 8th and um i'm so sorry to hear so, that yeah it's 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 been very my daughter is How very, old is very she? upset she was 11 oh, oh god she was 11 she had just turned 11 um oh. and um you know it's the school is trying to sweep it under the rug and they are, the kids can't talk about it. My, my daughter is afraid to go to school. What do you mean the kids um, can't talk about it? They are not allowing the, the, the kids to talk about what happened that day. Um, I, there's, there's, it's an ongoing police investigation. You know, it's just. Well, they won't comment during a police investigation. Yeah. Uh, the, the school, the school is, um, being very difficult and there's multiple stories and right. just, my, my daughter's terrified. <laughs> my daughter's terrified to go to school. Have you thought of and, taking her out of that school? Yeah. Yep. That's something that we are considering. I know a couple of her other classmates have already been taken out mm -hmm. um, because of the bullying and everything that's happened. And it's just, you know, it, 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 my heart goes out to that family. And Absolutely. Happened. And, um, you know, it's just, it's, it's not right. Our kids, our kids' lives matter, and, and yeah, and they, and they deserve better than this, and they deserve better oh, from the schools. They do. Yeah. Yes, they do. They are supposed to be. We bring them to school to be protected, mm -hmm. and you know, to 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 learn, and it's supposed to be a safe place for them, and it's it's not. And bullying has gotten so out of control, and our kids do not know how to talk to each other. And they pick on each other for the littlest things, and it's it's you know I mean I'm 40. We you know we we grew up in a time where and I I just I don't I don't understand how kids are these days. And you know it like I said, it, my heart is my heart is broken. It's a different for, you know, it's my daughter. A, it's a different time, but you know what? Yeah. Just the only thing you can do. You know, if you can if you can get her out of the school, that'd be great. Yeah. Uh, and just you know, take it take it one day at a time, but be there for your daughter, be there for her to talk yep. to, be there for a sounding board. You know, and if there's any kind of help that you can get her, you know, if not through the school, you know, just through private counseling. Yeah, we have her in counseling because of yeah. what happened. Yeah. And Let um, you know, it's just. But yeah, she's traumatized. You know, I mean, my 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 11 year old daughter should not be. Uh, afraid to go to school. No, she's going. 
to potentially die. But luckily, that's what's supposed to happen. Right, but she's got there. She's got you there to reassure her yeah. that that's not going to happen. Hope. Thanks for the call to New Jersey one hundred one point five. This is what you deal with, you know. And where is the system? What What is the remedy? You know, let's bring in five people and figure it out. One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. It's again. Uh, there need to be tougher laws in effect, not so much for the paperwork and the process and the layers and the layers, but if you do this, this is going to happen. And then you need to publicize what happens. Privacy laws be damned. You know, you don't have to mention names, but this is what we did. Maybe like a statewide report. This is what we did to those who bullied in New Jersey schools this month. And just, you don't have to put names, but just put the punishments up there. You know, um, you don't need the names of the people who dragged uh, Adriana Cush down the hall, causing her to take her life the next day. You don't have to put the names up, but we do know what they were charged with. That's up there. So let's put up what happened with those charges. Let's put up that, you know, something concrete happened and not that like, well, nothing happened. You know, there need to be tougher laws, in fact, as to what happens to those who bully. And they need to be enforced. And then they need to be put on display so that others know what can happen. Is this really that difficult to figure out? 1-800-283-101.5. Your parents need to get lawyers to protect their own. You know, the way the lawyers protect the school's liability. This, we're, again, we're too smart for this. And yet we're not. 1-800-283-101.5. I'm Steve Trevelisse. It is 9.30. Off in the theater and ended up in your VCR. It was in the theaters that quickly. But I really like the premise that here's this guy who can't, you know, who's so intimidated by what he had accomplished earlier that he doesn't feel he can live up to it. So after he faked his death, he ran to Canada and started another move and started another thing. Alright, 1-800-283-101.5 Here's what we're going to do here I want you to give me your favorite 80's movie What you loved about it I'm going to give you then a trivia question If you get it right $20 worth of New Jersey Lottery Cash Climb Scratch-Off tickets New Jersey Lottery Clash, Cash Climb Scratch-Off tickets Are available now The New Jersey Lottery Anything can happen in New Jersey We may even get Joe in Hazlitt On New Jersey 101.5 Hey Joe Joe, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, this is where you got to say hello, Joe. Hello. What's happening, Joe? Driving home from work. Okay, so what's your favorite 80s movie? Cannonball Run. Loved it. Oh, yeah? Oh, Burt Reynolds, Tom DeLuise, Sammy Davis Jr. Jackie Gleason. Every, everybody was in that movie. Yeah, yeah. Frank Sinatra even had a little piece in it. Yeah, you know what? Those were the cool movies, even the Rat Pack movies, right? Those were like, these are a bunch of actors who were close friends and decided they wanted to have some fun making a movie. And Burt Reynolds and Sally Field, right? Yep, absolutely. Oh, great stuff. Now, did you like, which one did you like the best? Wasn't Joe Namath in those two, I think? Uh, I think it was Joe Klecko was in one of them. Really? Alright. Yeah, I'm pretty or it's one of the guys from the Pittsburgh Steelers back in the day. Terry Bradshaw? Uh, not not really sure. 
Okay, okay. All right. Would you like would you like a question, Joe? Sure. Lay it on me. All right, here we go, here we go. I, I want you to name for me the actor that hung around with the Four Seasons in the early years and ended up hiring one of them as a driver. Would that be Joe Pesci, Jack Nicholson, Humphrey Bogart, or Burt Lancaster? Humphrey Bogart. Oh, sorry, pal. No, no. There's only one man that can save the day right now. Raymond from Rockaway, Bonazana. Bonazana, Steve. I left your message yesterday. Well, you know, Raymond. Another chance. You may not believe this. Another chance today. You may not believe this, but when I get done talking to you, I stay on the radio. Because, oh. like, you call, like, thinking, okay, well, we finished the conversation, so we're both going home. No, I got to stay here and keep talking. So I can't answer the phone when you call me on the radio. I'm sorry. I'm That's okay. sorry. I, I, I have this other thing I'm doing here, you know. I, I just couldn't understand his, his, his question. Ah, nobody can understand Gemini. He's a little misunderstood. Well, he's got a beautiful accent. Oh, yes. What's your favorite 80s movie, Raymond? The Godfather. The Godfather was a 70s movie, Raymond. No, no. The last one is 1980. Are you sure? No, the last one, I think, was 1996. That was the one with Godfather 3? Yeah, well, you see, I have all three movies. Right. And I watch them once a week. Do you really? It's, it's, yeah. You gotta... You, their movies. Did you ever... Do you have CBS Paramount? You gotta... Did you ever see The Offer? The Opera. The Offer. It's the story of the making of The Godfather. Oh. Uh, it's amazing. Know, they, uh, it's the, uh, they won, what, 11 uh, Academy Awards? Oh, uh, they did a lot. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, you ready for a question, Raymond? I'm going to give you a question. Yes. Okay. All right. I want you to name the city where Marlon Brando takes up beaten and on the waterfront. Was that Jersey City? Guttenberg, Hoboken, or Bayonne? Hoboken. Uh, Raymond, there he goes. All right, look at this. We already got one winner. 1-800-283-101.5. Attention, New Jersey. East Coast Roofing, Siding, and Windows is excited to announce the 2023 New Jersey Economic Relief Rebate Program for a limited time. When you hire East Coast, you will get last year's pricing, no money or interest due for 12 months, and a rebate check when the project is completed. That's up to 19% in rebates. That's right. You can get paid to complete your project. This program is only available through East Coast Roofing, Siding, and Windows, New Jersey's most trusted home improvement contractors since 1979. They've been proudly serving New Jersey's local communities, and this is one more way they will give back. So do what I did when I needed windows. Go to eastcoastroofing.com, schedule your free consultation. Don't wait to take advantage of the 2023 New Jersey Economic Relief Rebate Program. Schedule that free consultation today at eastcoastroofing.com. Jersey Radio. Jersey 101.5. Ah, the 80s. What a great time for movies, eh? I want to know, we'll do a little uh, movie trivia here. Uh, I want you to tell me your favorite 80s movie. And we'll talk about it. And then afterwards, I'm going to give you a movie trivia question. And if you get it right, 
$20 worth of New Jersey, New Jersey, New Jersey lottery cash climb scratch off tickets while they last. When they're done, I got to move on to something else. So, by the way, Tommy Caniglia is calling in about 10 o'clock. He's uh, with the Bobby Rydell Foundation. They want to get a statue of Bobby Rydell in Wildwood since he's the one that sang Wildwood Days. We'll be hearing from him later on. But right now, I want to hear favorite 80s movies. So, let's get Pat in Trenton on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Pat. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty good. That's good to hear, Pat. You having a good day today? It could be better, but you know, maybe I'll win some. What's your best? What's the best thing happened to you today, Pat? Uh, I got up and I breathed. You got up and you breathed. Okay, this must have been a pretty miserable day for you today, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. And uh, what's your favorite movie? Uh, maybe let's go with Fast Times at Richmond High. Fast Times in Ridgemont High. And what do you like it so much? What's your favorite scene in it? Uh, there's too many to mention, but I do like Phoebe Cates coming out of the pool. Everybody likes Phoebe Cates coming out of the pool. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Uh, 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 how many times have you frozen that frame of Phoebe Cates coming out of the pool? Hey. I plead the fifth on that one. Okay. I'm going to give you the question. Are you ready? In the movie Cinderella Man, what is the logo that's on the shorts of boxer Max Bear, who was played by Craig Bierko, who you may remember from Boston Legal? Did he have the number one on his shorts? Did he have the Star of David on his shorts? Did he have a cross on his shorts? Or did he have a dollar sign on his shorts? And what was the name in the movie? The Cinderella Man. Cinderella. I don't know. I'll go with the last one. Uh, money side, dollar side. Yes. No, senor! No, senor! No, senor! No, senor! No, senor! All right, we got Paul in Staten Island on New Jersey 101.5. What's up, Paulie? Hey, Steve. How you doing? I'm good. How about you? What's your movie? All right. <laughs> Escape from New York. Said the man who lives in Staten Island. <laughs> you ain't kidding. That's a fantasy for you. Yeah, I'm out of here. What was that movie? That was was that the gangster movie? No, Snake Plissken. All right, I'm thinking of something else. What am I thinking Kurt of? Russell. Kurt Russell was sent into the prison because all of Manhattan was a prison. Right. Oh, okay. They turned it. They turned it into a maximum security prison, <laughs> and he had to go in and get get the president out. <laughs> the president was in jail. <laughs> Aren't they trying to do that now, Paul? Geez, <laughs> 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 history repeat. Was this movie prophetic by any chance? Yeah. Steve, it's, it's, it's just a big circle. I like that, right? The, the circle of life, Escape from New York with Kurt Russell. Yeah, and there we go. 40 years later. Everybody everybody loves that movie, you know. Oh, yeah. Everybody's like, yeah, that's good stuff there. What was the gangster movie that goes on? Uh, New York Story. It goes on, it's, I think Leo DiCaprio's in it. It goes on for like three hours. They usually run it late at night. Uh, you know the one I'm talking about? It takes place like the turn of the century. Boardwalk or something? No, not Boardwalk Empire. I'll think of it. The Gangs of New York. Does that sound familiar? Yeah, that that was a good one too. I, yeah. I, I think that's and it. Another one, The King of New York, with um. The King of New York was Arnie Rothschild, right? No, no, no. Uh, 
the hell is his name? Oh God, I forgot. Christopher Walken. Yeah, this this isn't that. Let me see if I got it here. This is guy. I got it. Gangs in New York. Leonardo DiCaprio, Daniel Day Lewis, Cameron Diaz. It was made in two thousand two, and I think it ended in like two thousand six. It's one of the longest movies ever. Oh, like a little series thing. Okay. Uh, you ready for your question? Yeah, go ahead. All right. What practice does Principal Joe Clark put into place during the school hours in Lean on Me to try to prevent the students from getting into trouble? Does he tell them no talking during lunch? Does he put metal detectors in the school? Security cameras in the classroom? Chaining the doors shut during school hours? Chaining the doors shut. Look at you. Look at you. I hope you win. New Jersey 101.5 is ready to bring on spring. Just bring it. You can win a free spring staycation at Ocean Casino Resort in Atlantic City. Listen at 9 a.m., 2 p.m., and 5 p.m. for our secret code word. Enter it on our app to win your free spring staycation in A.C. There's three winners every weekday. Thanks to our sponsor, Ocean Casino Resort in Atlantic City. We're going to bring it. Bring on spring. Win your free spring staycation from New Jersey 101.5. 1009. Did you know that uh, they are going to uh, erect a statue in honor of Bobby Rydell in Wildwood? Because Wild, Wildwood Days is Bobby Rydell's big hit. And I got to talk to him about it uh, a few years before he died when he put his book out. What a gentleman. What a great guy. And uh, we've got the spokesman for the Bobby Rydell Foundation. And that's uh, Tommy Caniglio on the line. How you doing, Tommy? How you doing, Steve? Thanks uh, for having me. My pleasure. When he's not fighting fires in South Brunswick, he is the spokesman for the Bobby Rydell Foundation. Uh, Tony to see the voice. Tell me, how did this all come about, Tommy? Well, you see, uh, about four or five years ago, I actually uh, got into the entertainment business a little bit more professionally. I'm uh, known around South Jersey, Philadelphia, as uh, Tommy C., the voice of tribute. Okay. And back in December of... 2021, I want to say. Right. I was doing a, well, earlier in the year, I did a show with Bobby Rydell. Uh, it was actually his last show in Wildwood. Wow. Um, yeah, it, it, was, it was a great time, man. And then in December, we actually recorded two great songs together. Did you? Uh, we did. Yeah, we were in the studio for a little bit. We cut two songs. One was a recreation of his hit Sway. Right. And uh, the other one is another one of his great hits wild one so those are all kind of reinvented so bobby and i we got uh you know we became good friends uh myself my manager joey m who's well known in the wildwood in philadelphia area right started the friendship he was oh man he was close to bobby for i want to say the last 20 maybe 40 years something like that right so he he introduced us got to working with bobby and i just it was great to talk to somebody that you, you, you see in movies and on TV and you hear him on the radio and all this music that he has. Yeah. And he's a regular guy, man. You know was, what? You, you had that, that interview with him, right? I got to talk to him. As a matter of fact, listen to this. This is, uh, this is Bobby and I when he explained the, how he got to do Wildwood Days. 
This uh, mm-hmm. Wildwood Days, the quintessential Jersey Shore song. Yeah. How did Bobby Rydell come to record Wildwood Days? Well, you know, actually, uh, the, ver- the first uh, group that recorded that was the Dovells. Uh-huh. It was a B-side of one of their hit records, and uh, it never did anything for the Dovells, but Bernie Lowe, who was the, the, the president of Cameo, knew that, you know, uh, I was very, very familiar with Wildwood because my grandmother, God rest her soul, she had a she had a boarding house in Wildwood, New Jersey, and I'm, I I've been going down to Wildwood since I was you know an infant, you know a month old. My mom took me down there. I spent all my summers in Wildwood, New Jersey. Uh-huh. So they figured, well, you know, let's you know, let's go into the studio with a different arrangement, and we'll let you know, let's put Bobby's voice, you know, on on this particular tune. And it was a great record. It was really a great record. And then, like you just said, it be, you know it became the national anthem of Wildwood. I mean, you can't walk on the boardwalk, you know, every five minutes they're playing it. You go, it's enough already, you know. Nah, 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 never enough, never enough, right, Tommy? When you when you're going down, now, do you live in uh, South Brunswick? No, so I actually live in Freehold currently. I only work in South Brunswick as a fireman. Okay. Yeah, all the other time I'm on a stage or in the studio recording. Nice. Now, what do you do? You sing? Yes, yeah. So I'm a singer. I I pay tribute to all the artists from uh, the 50s, 60s, into the 70s. Oh, that's great, you know, you got man. The, the, the American standards all the way through the rock and roll era up to the, the 60s pop right into disco. All right, now, now tell us the story. Now, tell us what's happening. How are we going to get this statue of Bobby Rydell erected in Wildwood? So the Bobby Rydell Foundation was created uh, just a few months ago. Um, it was thought up after his death. Uh, Bobby's wishes were to be cremated, right? and he wanted to be spread out in Wildwood. Um, so what we're actually doing is building a life-size bronze statue. It's going to cost over $200,000, right. which is why we need to kind of really. This has been the Steve Travelli Show On Demand. Check out the latest from Steve on our free app or NJ1015.com. New Jersey 101.5.